Look who's back. Oh, it's so nice to be back in sunny Florida. Guys, here is a question. Is it like 1934 or 1938? And why am I giving you two years in the 30s? And what do they have in common? That's the question. Welcome, guys, to the Rant Network. I'm happy to be back with my partner in crime, David, wearing his fuzzy wuzzy jacket today. Um, this is a podcast sweater. Jesus. dedicated to an unfiltered, uncensored conversation on literally a wide range of topics. And for today, we're going to take a break from the October 7th stories from last year. This podcast is giving a platform to express opinions, thoughts, ideas. Clearly, this is not pre-recorded or recorded and re-recorded and cut because it's far from perfect. Because David and I, we just go at it. Join us as we dive into the latest news, pop culture, and so much more. Rants about absurdity, modern life, and discussions of deeper issues affecting society. This is the Rant Network, and we got you covered. So sit back, relax, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon, Eastern. Let's go. David, you know, I talked about 1934, 1938, and I said, what do these two years have in common? They both are leading up to what's called 1942. Why am I saying 34, 38, 42? What does 2024 have to offer us? And how are we going to look back in history as we ended 2023? You have war in the Middle East. You have in, in several parts. You have in the South, the North. You have war breaking out in the Red Sea, shipping lanes being disrupted, Houthi rebels attacking U.S. warships, tankers. You have now China still picking on Taiwan, anything in there <clears throat> considered open lanes. You have Taiwan also reaching out to Japan showing the roots and the histories together. You have North Korea starting to put pressure on South Korea. And you have Iran 34 days from a nuclear weapon. Now, again, let's go. I started off by 1934, the rise of what? Fascism, the rise of socialism, the rise of anarchy, as we now know in history. Why do I say 1938? The prelude of Axis and Allies getting literally to what led into 1942, the World War II. Now, little things differ between World War I and World War II. They're all based off a country that needed resources, kind of like Russia going into the Ukraine, because I forgot about them as well. And you have, you know, Germany going into Czechoslovakia and then later on going into France. So you have this whole entire melting pot of anarchy. Even here in the United States, you have a southern border with millions of people, the population of Connecticut. Again, where is the limits before everything just erupts in chaos? You have Democrats and Republicans. We're not talking about you, David, in Canada. You have them polarizing every aspect of modern life. So where does it go? What happens? Will 2024 go down in history as a prelude to World War III? David, you're the history buff. 
and the history expert. Am yeah, I I'm not about an expert, but careful. Am I speaking Chinese or have I got this? <laughs> well, no, but except for oh, 1940, no, I don't got it. Great. except for 1942 it. that you keep harping on. Listen, 1934, folks, was you know Stuart picked two very interesting years because 1934, you know, Hitler started his twists and turns in Germany. It was his first time meeting Mussolini. It was when the world was not really paying attention to what was going on by a dictator. Okay, someone who was democratically elected and then became the dictator and shifted the entire power in his country. Sounds familiar? Yeah, a guy named Vladimir Putin, for example, and what he's done. Why am I comparing Putin and Hitler? Now, they're both completely different politically, but their actions are very comparable. Okay, what did uh, 1938, what did, uh, you know, if I remember correctly, Hitler goes into Czechoslovakia. Poland, 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 Poland. No, he went into Poland in 39. He went into Czechoslovakia in 1938. And he took over without firing a shot. Yep. Sound familiar? Yep. Um, The world said, okay. And Neville Chamberlain said, peace in our times. He was the prime minister of UK. He went, he he says, I spoke to Hitler. I met him in person. I have a piece of paper, blah, blah, blah. Sounds familiar? Yeah, it's Obama and Biden's ways of doing things. Folks, the problem is, is that it's not exactly the same as it was 90 years ago. But the scary thing is, it's very eerily similar. What's going on in 1934 is a, was a prelude to the events that happened in 1938. We see too many things. Over the weekend, North Korea fired some 90 rounds towards South Korea. And it wasn't the premier, it wasn't the leader of, of, South, of, of North Korea who reacted. It was his sister, who apparently is the heir. And she resp- reacted. I mean, like, there's an insanity. You have Iran who is th- who last week threatened Israel, okay? ISIS went in and blew up at the at, at General Soleimani's, you know, funeral, like uh, the, the anniversary of his funeral. And, of course, Iran blames Israel and threatens Israel. And then ISIS says, no, 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 we did it. And not only are we coming after Iran, we want to kill all the Jews all over the world. We are in a time of chaos. This is an extraordinary chaotic time in the 21st century. And the 90 years ago, we we saw the world collapse onto itself, onto the most horrific war that lasted six years. All the prognosticators, all the so-called military experts said, this war won't last six years. If we go to World War III, it won't be a six-year war. It'll be a really fast, but the most devastating war ever in history. Because we don't have an allies. Who are the allies now? The United States. The United States is 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 a is is a you know internationally has proven it's feeble. Joe Biden has shown time and time again on the international scale he has no leadership. He couldn't even organize in the Red Sea, Stuart, you know, a group to defend the the, the containers and the tankers that were crossing through the Red Sea. So now you and I, folks, are going to pay more for our goods, because instead of going through the Red Sea, which is the shortcut towards us, it has to go through the Cape of Good Hope, which means around Africa, adding weeks to shipping, which means more costs. We're seeing anarchy in so many parts. But the most offensive thing, folks, 
is the United States, which is about to go into its election cycle, which drives me crazy, guys. Who's Hitler? It wasn't Putin. It's not the dictator in North Korea. It's not the Ayatollah in Iran. It's Donald Trump. Your internal squabbling, your civil war-like squabbling, is going to destroy you and shred you. And when the world needs strength and leadership and a beacon of hope, it can't find one, Stuart, because just like the 1930s, we have no leadership. The England and France in the day were the two most powerful countries. And in the 1930s, we're just like the United States are, is today. Weak and has no vision. So my point of view for 2024, folks, scares the crap out of me. I don't see any hope, I'm sorry to say, in 2024. You have 140-odd hostages still held by Hamas that the world could give a shit about. You have the United Nations, just like the League of Nations in the 1930s, that has no power. It has no power. Stuart, that's my perspective. You know, and the perspective is eerily very, very true. I think that the villainization and, and the tormenting of two sides in the United States is clearly... The catalyst in the U.S. The catalyst in Europe is their Russia, Ukraine, and Finland joining or not joining, you know, NATO. Now you've got uh, Taiwan and China. You know, Japan invaded China, which 1937 started that. I mean, all of these different areas are exploding with different things behind them. But the key between all of these 90 years is everyone is trying to encourage some form of anarchy. But here's the way. Can I add one more thing, Stuart, to your statement, though? Mm -hmm. Back in the 1930s, the media didn't have the power it has today. And the media has added a second layer of anarchy into this because now we are connected in so many ways, our information is coming to us in so many, many different ways that right now, when you look at it, you know, if I want to believe that the world is flat, I can go find a media that will tell me the world is flat. There is the, the, the facts, the, the, the ability, they are amplifying the chaos. Okay. They're not helping the chaos. You've got politicians who are, who are greedy for power. They're amplifying the chaos. I think Stuart, this is something that is Yes, it was around in the 30s, but I think it's been amplified. Well, but but I think you're also missing, you know, propaganda is propaganda. propaganda. You know, the, the Nazi party or the Labour Party had droves of experts in propaganda. Sure. Right? And mm-hmm. so what is the media? An arm of the propaganda machine. And I don't see, and again, China's got their propaganda machine. Russia's got their propaganda machine. And you really now, it's even with media being as powerful as it is, news in an instant, a video, a clip in a second across the globe. Yet how is propaganda still controlling 
the world around us. Well, because we, we, that's what you want to hear, Stuart. You know, if I want, like I said, if I want to hear that the world is flat, I'll find the machine that'll do it. But the crazy thing is, is that, you know, if you look at what has happened, even as we look since, since the beginning of the Ukraine war, right? Since the beginning of the Ukraine war, how come the propaganda machine isn't working against Putin? Where is the media to, to go after Putin as it did at the beginning of the war? Now, all of a sudden, they're very quiet. Ukraine was attacked last week numerous times in civilian areas, not a peep out of the media. But Israel, who's being attacked by Hezbollah in the north, and again, we're just comparing here, Israel's being attacked by Hezbollah in the north into civilian territories, hardly a peep. Israel scratches a Palestinian, it makes, we got protests, we got media, we got propaganda, we got the whole machine running. This is the world we're in, people, where we're not getting the information and we're, 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 we're not, we don't know what re- what's really going on. But if you dig and you dig, you're going to find that there's anarchy in every bloody continent, practically every continent. And we are on the verge of something, a calamity, if I guess the word is. And, and we're just sitting here worrying about an election in the United States or a couple of things, flashpoints in the world. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You know, but it's funny, but the Democrats are saying that the Republicans are the fear mongers. Yeah, uh, the finger yet. point is going both ways. The finger point is more going both ways. Both are not helping each other. OK, and, and that's the problem. Both are in an election cycle, which means, as you know, Stuart, facts we're going to put aside. It's all about emotion, blah, blah, blah. This is the problem. And your news cycle is dominated now by, you know, the next next Tuesday's Iowa caucus. As a you know, and 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 Claudine Gay's you know being pushed out the door, as opposed to the fact that you've got massive, massive anarchy and chaos about to hit your border. Yeah, and you know, like, but, no, no, we should talk Claudine, about it. but the Claudine Gay, I mean, listen, Harvard is supposed to be the beacon of education, uh, and it looks like that. it's a cesspool of education with plagiarizer taking you know president of a. A school. She hasn't even been disbarred, David. No, when you sure, and I went to school, sure, if we sure. plagiarized, we would be disbarred. You missed, you it's missed, frustrating. You missed. You missed my rants from last week, so forget about it. But I'm just trying to show you what the world is. What what the world? What North American media is focused on, rather than look outside of these borders, and you're going to see there is serious, serious chaos. And to sit here and to say today that no, 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 the real Hitler is Donald Trump. Or which was, by the way, if you go back about eight, nine months ago, it was DeSantis. And now that DeSantis is not necessarily winning, we're going to focus on <laughs> Donald Trump. We're we're so caught up in the terminology and the name calling, but we're not we're not looking at what's going on outside of our borders. Folks, isolationism that that Tucker Carlson is pushing for. Mm-mm, you don't failed, have that. Uh, failed in the Depression. Failed in the Depression. David, we got to wrap it up. Stuart, listen, my hope, my hope and prayer for 2024 is what I said before. I hope for peace in our times. But that is not a reality when you have dictators like what we have in Iran, Russia, North Korea, Lebanon, so many other places. When you have dictatorships, you have chaos. Okay? And that scares the living crap out of me. On that note, that's all for today's episode. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Rat Network. We hope you've enjoyed this conversation, gained some valuable insight. At least you got 1934, 1938, and 1942. 
Now you know what those years actually meant. We appreciate your support and hope you join us next time on another thought-provoking conversation. As we said, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon, Eastern. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on social media, catch our podcast on every vertical you can possibly imagine. We do love you, we do thank you, and we do want to hear from you. In the meantime, keep on ranting.